culture. I, I, I do this for my culture. Black culture and hip hop culture. <laughs> it's Corners of the Culture. Corners of the Culture. With D-Lo, Casey, and Mia Moore. Welcome in to the latest episode of Corners of the Culture. I'm D-Lo, he's Casey. Yes, sir. And that is Mia Moore. Mia Moore. Back in the building. What's up, guys? Hey, in the house podcast is meant to touch on every aspect that makes up our culture black culture and hip-hop culture we appreciate you for subscribing rating reviewing uh, downloading we appreciate you for checking out our first live episode uh last week after the murder of takeoff of migos uh today's episode uh gonna have a much different tone but it actually uh it ties in a little bit with something we were talking about last week mia when we were talking about how hip hop used to be about battling how it used mm-hmm. to be about battle raps. And like, when you go back to the live performance version of hip hop back in right. the late seventies, before rappers delight was recorded and all of this different stuff, it was just, it was just a live form of entertainment where yeah, every once in a while you bust on the other MC that mm-hmm. was out there at the club, yep. but it was all in, it was all in haha. I'm the best. You can't touch me. Right. Uh, at some point, it morphed into something else and became something else. It was like friendly competition back then. Yeah, and I and I and I don't think there's a, uh, I don't think there's a greater example of that than you go back to like everyone acknowledges like Kumo D is probably the first person to drop a disc record. Yeah. But it wasn't a disc record; it was a live performance, and you can find the tape on. You can find the the the. Literally, it was recorded on a tape. Is put onto YouTube. Mm-hmm. Like you can search it. You can see Busy B versus Cool Mo Lo- D. Low key shady business by Cool Mo D. Yeah, <laughs> it was it was, a, it was a sneak attack. It was a little <laughs> bit wild. So a uh, 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 fun note: the club that 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 Busy B and and Cool Mo D were performing at. Yeah, Harlem World. Yeah, uh, which is like the epicenter of so much of of early hip hop. Yeah, and if you you. If take the 10 to 12 minutes to listen to it is busy B cool mode back to back. Now, busy B it's one of those things where like, he don't even know he in a fight. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> he, what I'm saying. He, he's just, and you, he's and, like, throw your hands up. Throw your hands so like, I you didn't even know what was like going on. <laughs> yeah. So he walks in and this is an MC contest. Yeah. And so he walks in going, I'm going to win this MC contest. I've been winning and I'm the baddest dude here. Yeah. Cool mode. took exception to that, but, you go listen to you 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 go listen to busy B. It's so cheesy. <laughs> it's like, what's your favorite restaurant? <laughs> Is it White Castle? <laughs> Is it Burger King? It's the cheesiest shit you'll ever hear. <laughs> but the crowd ate it up. Yeah, they loved that. They, they was fun. at a party. Yeah, and and I guess that's all it was until Kumo D was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, give it up for Busy B. Get Busy B. He on that bullshit. <laughs> Oh, that's exactly how he came to. <laughs> yeah, on that bullshit. I'm gonna tell you what a real MC does. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, he starts talking about how Busy B took his name from Love Bug Starsky, and he just, <laughs> oh, he just. I want to ask an important question out there. I know everybody's been to restaurants. I know everybody went to restaurants. I want to find out whose favorite restaurant is it? Burger King. What about White Castle? What about Blimpies? Speaking on Wendy's, what is it? What is it? Is it Neelix? What about Nathan? Again, he just eviscerated him, and, and, and Busy B got to be thinking, yo, what the? <laughs> 
Busy, what the fuck? Busy, like, B, Busy B tells a story about how he was backstage. He had just rocked the crowd. He's feeling good, had some drinks. He's in the dressing room, <laughs> just feeling good. And and then and then one of his homies comes up, hey, <laughs> you gotta get out of here. <laughs> you gotta get out of here. Como D is just disrespecting you left and right. He's like, what the hell? That's so funny. He's like, hey, you getting your ass whooped. What you mean? I'm get right back here. in the ring. No, <laughs> he's all confused. Oh that's man. That is but it's crazy. Like that's that's how this all like I don't want to say that's how it all started, but that's that kind of that's kind of how it went from yo, I'm the best, I'm better than you to yo, fuck this dude, he's trash. <laughs> One, two, one, two, what to do now? Hold on, busy B, I don't mean to be bold, but put that bar did it, bar bullshit on hold. We gonna get right down to the nitty grit. Gonna tell you a little something why you ain't shit. And it ain't an empty top that you don't hug. You even bitch your name from the love bug. And I don't fight a nigga's name, miss some low down shit. Up, shut up. If you was money, man, you'd be counterfeit. I gotta give it to you, though you can rock. But everybody know you're on the furious jock. And I remember busy from the olden times, when my Methuni T used to sell your rhymes. Remember that Rhyme called Diddy, bought Diddy. Man, goddamn, that shit was a pity. Too hot to try. Hit to rock a spot. Spoonie D rock it whether like it or not. He paid for the rhyme. Asked for it twice. He said, Spoonie D, I'll buy it any price. When Spoonie finally sold it, old water relief. Busy B stole it like a fucking thief. Came out rocking the party song. Got everybody thinking that that's what I'm doing. Every time I hear it, I throw a fit. Party after party, the same old shit. Record after record, rhyme after rhyme. Always want to know your zodiac sign. He changed the shit to the favorite jeans. Come on, Busy B, tell me what that means. Hold on, brother, man, don't you say nothing. I'm not finished yet, I gotta yeah, tell damn. you something. I'm hot to try, I'm hit to the rock cool part is, I'm gonna rock your ass, brother, like it or not. Modi and Busy B, they, they, right they, they have the never spot. not been cool. Yeah. Yeah. Like, they've, they've been good. They do, they still, like, do stuff together. They're obviously linked in history. But there's no, like, real beef between those two. Nah, there, it's all love uh, to this day uh, with those two, man. I saw a video, they, you know, joking around about what happened and, and with each other. It's it's all love. I, I want to ask you and, and you, Mia, I remember I used to get into uh, debates. It was just a debate with my cousin who, who rapped. Shout out to my man, Aceberg. And he used to always talk about how, um, how hip-hop is like a sport, mm-hmm. right? And I'd be like, no, it ain't no sport. Like, no, it's not a sport. Stop playing that. You, we don't have no champion at the end of the, nothing like that. But he's like, no, it's it's a it's a lyrical competition, right? And yeah. at first, I was I I didn't agree with him, but the more I thought about it, and especially like looking back on some of this stuff, you know, the origins of the beef and stuff like that. I mean, it's not this. It's not maybe a sport in the sense of the NBA, but it is a competition. Yeah, and and I. I got to walk that back a little bit. It is. You, you're probably right on that. It is a bit of a sport. Yeah, I think it's a, a definitely a, a, a competition. I think it's turned into like more of an intense competition Ooh, throughout the years. But like if you go back, like it was fun. It was it was dope to to hear like a, a rapper or an artist, you know, see how far they could clown on you mm-hmm. or call you out on your flaws. And you'd be like, oh, damn. Yeah. But I think it's it. I agree. It's like. It's definitely uh, it's like a sport, yeah, yeah. You know, and, and you know, you know, we'll we'll get into it later. Maybe not even this episode, but because we're gonna continue to talk about some of the great beefs. Yeah, this is history. just this is yeah. just laying the groundwork. Like 
we're not going to squeeze NWA versus Death Row, and, no, and like no. that's not one. That's not a five minute part of a single episode. Like that's an episode by itself. But ironically, we talk about when it changed, and I remember uh, it was one of the, I think it was one of the Beef DVDs or something like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, Kevin Powell, we gotta get Kevin on the show too. Yeah. Kevin Powell was talking about he talked to Easy after Dre Day and or a little bit before he passed actually and he talked about how easy was really hurt by that like because those were Mm -hmm. the combination of no vaseline and dre day yeah were i I said that's when it felt like it changed like those were personal deeply personal right deeply offensive and attacking some people's manhoods and and characters and Mm -hmm. stuff like that and that's when it felt like it changed around that time because he was Kevin Powell was talking about easy never really got over that yeah there's there's some like I'm trying to think fuck Compton came out around the same time like I can't remember what came out first but the Tim dog thing yeah that was I knew I didn't know that for a long time what is is this dude like what are you talking about and then um I'm trying to think of the line what was the uh, the NWA line that sparked no Vaseline? It was it's something about uh, Benedict Arnold. Yeah, talking so about NWA went at Ice Cube kind of twice. So they, they said something about, I think Dre said something, and then Ren, I think Ren called him Benedict Arnold. Mm-hmm. And they had like some video where he was like in front of this mural that said Ice, and all his homies went and spat mm-hmm. on the sign it was like that's what we think about you know ice or whatever and that's when and ice that's, Cube was that's like, where here's what yeah. they think about you came from yeah, yeah, and how yeah. no vaseline came out yeah. and and that was when you think about battle raps and like diss tracks i mean you 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 gotta really agree that that's two different things you know no, for sure oh yeah you know what i mean because yeah. like when i think battle raps i'm like it's fun it's, it's friendly competition it's you know seeing how far you could take your mm-hmm. your mc skills and you mm-hmm. know you some of these artists can get really creative yeah. but then we, you can talk about like a diss track it's like oh this is this is serious this is like to hurt your feelings yeah, like for sure. you know it's like is it fun anymore at that point? Cause you know, people but it's get... almost like one always escalates into the other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like you can't have a battle rap anymore without it turning into a diss record. Like mm-hmm. every time a rapper mentions another rapper's name, right. it's like, Ooh, and then it hits Ooh, like, right. I, there's the, there's the Jay Z line. Like he, he says something and I ain't talking about Luda, but I'm cool with Chris. Like it's, it's something <laughs> yeah. about being on a different level than Ludacris is. Yeah. And you can hear in the context of the song, what he's talking about. But you can isolate that part. It's like, yo, is Jay-Z, is Jay-Z going to Luda? Mm-hmm. But that's just the nature of music now. You hear 21 Savage and Drake drop, and everybody's oh going through that album with a fine tooth. Oh, my comb. goodness. <laughs> like, yo. That's hilarious to me because, you know, they were saying that Drake didn't really, like, diss Megan the Stallion. It yeah. was about something completely different. But, of course, the blogs and everyone's quick to, uh, you know, assume. Even Megan. Megan was like... Megan was quick to tweet. Yeah, and, she then, was like, and then we broke it down a little bit more. I was like, that's it's probably not, not necessarily you, about She you. probably should have waited a day or two. <laughs> somebody should have just... Somebody in her team should... Don't tweet. Just just leave it alone. Let us figure this out first. <laughs> right. Let's I come agree. through this a little bit. Um, that it, it, But, it, you know, we, going back to kind of the early... You know, you start with Mo B, uh, Mo D and Busy B and all of that. You could get into Roxanne Shantae and and the real Roxanne and everything that came from that. 
but then came krs1 mm. and 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 mc shan and the bridge is over mm. and that that still that still is in the um it's in the vein of like if it's not like braggadocious and it's mm. not competition it's still yo we created this like this mm-hmm. this this is this is a a a south bronx art form that y'all are co-opt and it became you know we we talk about the kind of the braggadocious form of of those early battle raps then it became like territorial yeah but you you mentioned the fuck compton thing and the right. east west and all that stuff it became territorial after that and it really it started with this with two territories that are probably a couple miles apart. Yeah, right. They all right. <laughs> Talk there. about East Coast, West Coast. Like they're <laughs> separated by a bridge. Right. These this is this is hoods. Yeah, right? yeah, right. You know what I'm saying? And the and the funny thing about that one, as I, you know, did some research about it, is Karos One and Boogie Down Productions or whatever, they were on the come up, right? Like they were it was almost like um like like uh the 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 challenger they took a shot at the champion mc mm-hmm. shan and all them they were they were doing their thing and on uh whatever the song was i don't know the name of it but mc shan says something about let me talk you tell you a little something about where, where i come from where yeah, I come the from. bridge mm-hmm. yeah and krs1 was already in his feelings about something else mm-hmm. took that as a, oh you well you, mr magic you mr. he was magic, in his feelings right, about right. mr magic not that not playing their record yeah and he's like oh you're trying to say that's where hip-hop started mm-hmm. and you looked him back and that's not what i'm saying <laughs> at all this is it's not what i'm saying i'm saying this is where i'm from but that set off krs and then he he, he came it was like a 1980 something version of a tweet being misinterpreted <laughs> right that's a good point that's not that's not what i meant like and and i think mc shan has always maintained that like i'm telling you where i come from yeah he's like yeah i seen the interview with him he was like man everybody know hip-hop started in the bronx man we that's not what i'm saying i'm just Mm -hmm. talking about this where i came from Mm -hmm. but by then it was already doesn't matter it doesn't matter anymore (laughs) once the once the disc record is out but great records but that 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 started great records though like Mm because the bridge is is it's it's a, it's a dope record then south bronx the south south, south bronx, bronx. Yeah. beat biter came after that and then the bridge is over but yeah. the bridge is over like yo that's 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 cool like Absolutely. it's it's just one after the other after the other and it's again it's so funny that you're just talking about different boroughs just a couple <laughs> miles apart that's like that's like me and el grove talking about mia's hood in Another part of Sacramento. The Thomas. I don't know what to say. The Thomas ain't want, even rapping. I don't, I don't want the paparazzi all over yeah, her, her block. Ain't even rapping. I'm gonna switch sides now. <laughs> oh damn! <laughs> she didn't move. No, she didn't turn her back on the Thomas. Damn. I was there. Cold world. Bit. I want you make it. You move out in the Thomas. He's <laughs> so funny. And the, the Thomas just the starter ground, man. Once you make it, you move out. So but, yeah, but you know, the thing that we talk about with that, we're cool, Mo D. Um, and busy B is, you know, you have these, you know, you're repping your, your, your borough, you're repping your hood, you're repping your side of the town or whatever the case may be. And it stays on the music. Yeah. Right. It stays on the music, stays on wax, you know, and that's the, that's, it, it was about, it was about the music. And I remember, uh, um, KRS one talking about, look, man, MC Shan, like none of that would have happened if he would have just ignored me, <laughs> right? He's the guy. Nipsey mm-hmm. Shan was the guy, and I was little Chris on the way up. And if I would have made what I made, and he would have said nothing, 
He's like, be honest with you, I don't know where my career would be. Mm-hmm. I don't. I, I might not have none of this because he was the man. Mm-hmm. But he talked about how he's punching up. He's punching up. But he talked about how MC Shan understood what that meant, what that challenge meant. It was hip hop, right? He's like, I can't, I can't ignore this. This is hip hop. Mm-hmm. Some guy's coming at me. I gotta go back at him, regardless. That's like, um, just if, if I started rapping today, and I threw a shot at Drake, Drake would ignore me, and it, and it would I would never amount to anything as a rapper based off of that. But just imagine if Drake was like, "Yo, it's hip hop," and I say something to Drake, and he comes back on this album talking about me. That low key made me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that's, that's kind of what happened with, with KRS-One and MC Shan. But it's because MC Shan understood the hip-hop element of what he was doing. It wasn't about that I'm I'm a star. Mm-hmm. I'm an MC first. And so much is based on respect. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Respect for where hip-hop was from. Respect for your hood. Respect for your borough. Going back to, to Cool Mo D and Busy B. Busy B coming in talking about I'm the best, I'm the best. And Kumo D like, says, oh, okay, you the best? Okay. Because you fast forward a couple of years. Now Kumo D's the older dude. Yeah. 16, 17-year-old LL Cool J comes in Ooh-wee. and he think he the hottest thing in the game. Ooh-wee. And how you like me now drops. And then all of a sudden yeah. you get, you know, still kind of subtle lines where, I mean, some of them aren't so subtle. Crush mm-hmm. Modi, him, and Ice T's girl. That's not quite, <laughs> that's not as, as as subtle as some of the other lines. LL drop. Yeah, but but that, that it, it was the same thing. It was like, yo, this 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 little 17-year-old gonna come in here. I, I, I'm the dude here. Yeah. And this little this little kid gonna come in to 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 my area without paying respects to me. Right. I'm trick trick in Detroit. You better show me that respect. That's a whole nother well, check in right that's, there. That's 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 a whole other podcast. We, we. What's the best uh like or I'm gonna say dis uh like one liner that you guys always like think of when you guys think oh. of, of well well look of either like look, a battle rap this, this or, isn't, this or isn't, like a this distract. isn't my favorite and we'll get into it later down the road uh-huh. but the first thing that comes to my mind is first off fuck your click fuck your bitch and the click you claim that's the first thing that came to my mind oh, that's so funny, and that's, that's not even my that that's not like even the, my favorite I don't, yeah. I don't even like that song like that but that's the first thing i that like came that mind. song that's so like just I don't know. It turns me not off, but you know, just gets damn, me, gets me high. I'm like, that's right. Like when I'm pissed off, or you know, I'm trying to say fuck you, like fuck your bitch, and yeah, all that. That's the song I think I go to. Me? That was hard when Tupac dropped that. That when was probably came, one of my favorites. When he came in you guys with that, both right need there. to calm down with that nonsense. Well, I mean, I'm just saying, what's yours? Um. That's oh, the first thing that comes to your oh, mind. You little fuck. I got money stacks bigger than you. That's my favorite line. Like, I'm just waiting for a short person to cross me. You little fuck. I got money stacks bigger than you. When I was pushing weight back in 88, yeah. you was a ballerina. I, I got, got the, the pictures. pictures I, I seen you. And it stopped it. Like, I wish I put it on the summer gym. Screen. I wish I could be able to say that, right? Just to somebody. Just yeah, you too little. Yeah. You, you, you ain't yeah. big enough. Yeah. That's like little Kim sitting on somebody. No, little. I'm just saying, like, oh. one of these lines. So like, here. Here's here's everyone's homework assignment. If you've never heard Big Mama thing, the unreleased version, Ooh. as we wrap up, open up your YouTube app, 
search Big Mama Thing demo, Big Mama Thing original, or Big Mama Thing Tupac this. I I hadn't heard in what we brought it up, what, like a couple months ago? That was the first time I had heard it. And Kim went it. Faith. And girl, Faith, I can't I love Faith too. I, can, I think I, I was thinking about that one day when I was listening to uh, uh, Been in Love with you. It was the, it's the Mary J record. Been in love with you since the days that you oh, say. Uh, yeah, now yeah, I'll watch I you play. You if I was Faith, I would have fucked her up every time I saw her. <laughs> every like, time? Every time. Like, I don't care what time. I don't care what Sean says. I don't care what Chris says. Every time we walk in the studio, every time we go on tour, every time she is anywhere in my vicinity yeah. i'm going to attempt to beat her ass now she was kim was talking like as Dude, they were married so out of pocket as they were married she was talking about like i don't know i know yeah i know faith beat up somebody else <laughs> it wasn't kim <laughs> she might have beat up kim once too i think i think there's i think puff was like we ain't doing that yeah you can't you can't do that yeah but i like every time i hear her talk about her love for big it's like Bruh. that's my husband like, what are you doing <laughs> i know very literally married yeah to a public figure on your label <laughs> little kim man she was raw that's my girl though kim, i though. loved her you know I, I i i respect and love that's why i love like the cardi b's the uh, the little kims and, and the women that are so raw in hip-hop because mm-hmm. they they don't pretend to be anything else but whether you know yeah, you call it, them ratchet or yeah. what, like this is who I am. I own it. I claim it. They talk I love that. that. Talk. They I talk that shit. I, I love, love that. I respect women that are like that because even if the the perception is oh she ghetto she not classy. I fuck that. Yeah. I I am who I am. Yeah, I love women like that. And we issue went hard and, and through this whole series. There are going to be times when we have the women going head to head, and they mm-hmm. came. They had some classic battles. Yeah. They had some classic battles. I want to ask you something before we we step out of here. Mm-hmm. The two that we talked about, we can even throw any of them with LL and, and Ice-T and Kumo D and things of that nature. In your guys' opinion, do any of those hold up today? Like, do you hear them today and be like, oh, damn. Like the LL line that you, you said earlier. Yeah. That was pretty cold. Yeah. And that came later. That was, I think that was on Who Shot Ya. Or not Who Shot Ya. I Shot Ya. Uh-huh. Uh, Crush Mo D, Hammer and Ice T's girl. Still, let's try to kill it. Yeah, I, I think, I think that's uh, I Shot Ya. Um, yeah, I think MC Shannon KRS one hold up. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah, I think that holds up. I don't, like, you Maybe know, was, and I, I know I what you're re- getting at. Like, I hip-hop. can't remember the exact line, but he was like, uh, uh, Brooklyn is still making it. Bronx is mm-hmm. still faking it, and Queens is still faking it. Mm-hmm. Whatever he says, yeah. and it's like, oh, like if they play that today in in the club in NYC, people will be saying that and be like, Queens is still and, faking it. And you know why I think it still holds up is the Queensbridge line, like because every like if if you love hip hop, you have to respect Queensbridge mm-hmm. because some of the there's like a six block stretch. That birthed some of the greatest rappers yeah. we've ever heard yeah. from Queensbridge. It's lit. It's literally a straight. They're all in the same the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, can't go that far, but you can't dis. You can't like if if you're dissing it, it's to hype up your your spot rather dissing right. it than to like disregard it. Right, because like, it's too great. Like like yeah. it's can't too great. That. Yeah, you can't do that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, MC Shannon and and KR still holds up, holds up to me. Busy B Kumo D, not so much. <laughs> Not, a, not so much. What's that, your zodiac sign, <laughs> Leo? 
Scorpio, <laughs> like, what the fuck is this? I love that energy. Oh, it's yo. If you went to the club this weekend and someone did that, what do you think the response would be? If you were in Tiger and somebody <laughs> Tiger, somebody Tiger, DJ Abs one starts yelling, <laughs> right, your, hey, darling Avery, might <laughs> be the only ones up standing up. <laughs> and to so be funny. and to be clear, if DJ Abs one ever hears it, he would not do that. <laughs> no. That's hilarious. He would not do that. Um, all right, this episode is meant to lay the groundwork. Uh, for future episodes, you wanted us to dive into Jay Z and Nas. Don't worry, mm. we will. You wanted us to dive into Pac and Big. Obviously, we're gonna do that too. Yeah. Uh, we'll touch on all of these uh, beefs, uh, perceived beefs, uh, disses, and innuendos, all of that stuff. We hope that you uh, subscribe to the podcast here. If you got a, a, an extra like second, that's how long it takes. Like one second, hit the five star review. If you got an extra 45 to 60, 60 seconds, leave us a, a quick little review there on iTunes or Spotify. Make sure you check out me in the morning on KSFM 1025, 6 to 10, Monday through Friday, Pacific Standard Time. You can listen anywhere in the world on the Odyssey app. Just search KSFM. Of course, you can listen to Google and KC on ESPN 1320 on that same Odyssey app as well. And make sure that you're back here next week with us. Dilo KC, me and more, Corners of the Culture. Awesome.